Welcome to the Dad Connection Podcast. Helping dads grow themselves so they can help grow their greatest asset on earth, their children. Now, here's your host of the Dad Connection, Keith Jowers, with advice on how to relate, connect, and build a better relationship with your children. Well, hello everyone. I'm Keith Jowers, founder of Dads for Life and the Dad Connection live show and podcast. And I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Dad Connection. Right here, we have a special guest tonight, and I'm so excited to introduce you to him in just a moment. Uh, we have been here for 15 years, enhancing, enriching, and encouraging dads what we consider the greatest asset on earth, and that's their children. I'd like to thank you also for joining us, replay viewers, because I know that takes a little time extra uh, throughout your day or week to listen as well. So I appreciate you coming back in and listening to our show. Welcome to a very special edition of the Dad Connection. As I try to bring topics of discussion that's going to benefit the whole family, even though we focus in on dads, I like to have an interest sometimes that benefits the whole family in just an off-type topic that I don't normally talk about, and that's our subject today. I've been having some conversations over the years with parents who maybe they go to a movie with their families expecting to see just good family wholesome entertainment, and something happens, a scene or, or language changes, and just something they don't want to hear their children listen to or don't want to see their children listen to so they get up and walk out you know I have seen uh, people do that before and then come to find out that's the reason why they don't want to subject their children sometimes to this type of entertainment well if you've been watching movies like I have for years and enjoying good family movies well then you want to listen to our guest today because he has a vision to carry that family entertainment to the next level Recently, I met Jason Brown online, who's a founder of one of the founders of uh, called Higher Studios. And I just got to investigating it because I kept seeing the videos and kept listening and, and doing a little deeper because I felt the need to find out a little bit more about this gentleman and his organization. And that's when I decided, well, to reach out to him. And now we started chatting to see if he had any time available because he's so busy like we all are, but Jason's really, really busy. And it just so happened to be this day when I had some time, he had some time, and we got together to discuss his vision for family entertainment uh, that he's been working on for a while. So where, you know, there's no vision, people perish, Proverbs 29, 18. And uh, he is running on this vision, and that's what I talk about a lot with dads, is carry your dream out, but also take care of the family. He's doing both. Welcome to the Dad Connection, Jason Brown. Hey, thanks so much, Keith. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, sir. And I know that you are a busy guy, not only uh, in the studios and and working in the film industry, but you're also a a dad and and husband and taking care of your family as well. So, you know, we're the Dad Connection. I'd like to know a little bit, Jason, about your family and your background and, and maybe your children also and what they're involved in today. Yeah, absolutely. And and they, they keep me, uh, Busier than most. So, uh, yeah, I've been married for 13 years to my beautiful wife, Crystal. Uh, We live here in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, and we have two children. Uh, I have a seven-year-old little boy named Beckett, uh, and then I also have a 10-year-old daughter named Ella. And Ella is really into theater, um, into acting, musical theater. So she's done a couple plays uh, over the past few years. And then Beckett, he's very, uh, he's very into sports. So flag football and baseball, and he's just all boy. And so I get it's it's fun to uh, to try to lead them and also watch them and their personalities and just kind of grow. And it's uh, it's an awesome thing. Well, you know, I I think that's so interesting because 
one is, is into sports. And did you like sports growing up yourself? I did. I love sports. So I played uh, college football uh, at the University of North Alabama. And so I was a safety in a corner and, uh, you know, I also had uh, some baseball offers. And so I, sports was a huge, huge part of my life. Right. And then your daughter's going into the industry that you like. And I, that's kind of interesting as well, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, uh, God has a funny way of, of passing things on and, and teaching you. And so I get to see my daughter uh, embrace an art that I love. And it's just, it's, it's very cool to see. That's really awesome. I want to ask you, though, what do you like best about being a dad? Wow. Um, you know what? That's a tough question. I, I mean, I enjoy seeing them grow up. I enjoy seeing them change. Uh, I enjoy seeing what God has kind of hidden inside of them. Uh, and, you know, as they get older, they get to explore and see those things. Um, I think very specifically, you know, my, my parents got divorced at a very young age. Uh, and, you know, that kind of had its effects on me. And so I enjoy the opportunity to kind of change, you know, change that in my generation. I enjoy the opportunity, um, uh, you know, to, to shepherd them in a way that I feel like will, will not only affect my children, but their children and for generations down the line. And so, you know, I just kind of look at it from that standpoint and, you know, it's, uh, it's fun just to, to watch them grow up and to, you know, to, to do my best, you know, we still make mistakes and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we try our best, but it's just, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see yourself in them and, you know, try to shepherd them along. You know, it is interesting because uh, as my, our daughter was growing up, I remember, you know, just seeing some things that, that looks real familiar. <laughs> my mom reminded me, yes, because you did those things, right? So, and now when I see her and her daughter together, I'm, she's saying, yeah, I can't believe you're doing this. I said, yeah, I can't believe you did those things either when you were that age, you know, so, I mean, to see yourself in them and to see them embrace some of, of you know, the, the gifts that's been put in you. It's really awesome, isn't it? Oh, yeah. My wife always looks at me when my son does something and she just looks at me and she says, that's your son. That's you. <laughs> that's you. That's from your side. <laughs> that's awesome, Jason. So, well, let me ask you a question. Uh, I like to, to talk to dads about, you know, how they, how they like being a dad. And, and we try to encourage dads, you're going to be there for life. So just be a dad for life starting now. Right. So, and, and I know some dads, uh, my son-in-law being one of them that spends individual time as well as group time with the family. So do you, do you schedule time individually? I mean, you've got a very busy, busy schedule. I mean, how do you do that if you do it? And then what do you do as a group uh, family? Sometimes do you go to movies. I mean, what do you do sometimes when you do them uh, as a group? Yeah, you know, I don't think we pro uh, we probably don't spend as much time as we should, and we're just learning this. You know, I had a I've been very very fortunate. I had a uh, an eighty year old gentleman named Bruce Kreider that I that I met about six years ago, and um, we did some one on one discipleship. So I, he discipled me for about two years. And one thing he, I remember him saying is, you know, Jason, you there's time that uh, that you have with God. There's time that you and your wife need with God, and there's also time that you know, you and your kids and your wife need with God together. And those are distinct separate times. Um, and so that was the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. And so, you know, we try to schedule time to go and do fun things. You know, we love traveling. Um, so, you know, uh, the last year we pulled our kids out of school and we homeschooled them for a semester and we toured around Europe for a little while. And so that was probably one of the best times I've ever had with my family. We literally woke up every morning uh, with Ella and Beckett, my wife, and just said, hey, what are we going to go explore today? Uh, so that was a very cool thing to spend all that time with them. Um, we love movies. 
you know, so we try to do that as well. Uh, and then we're, we're, we're trying this now where we're trying to separate them and do some one-on-one time. And so uh, I'm taking my son uh, with my father-in-law to a race this next weekend just to spend some time with them. And then also my, my wife and uh, my daughter have some trips planned just for them together. And so, you know, we try to, to spend some time with them together, but then also individually so that they get their own uh, time with each one of us. And, you know, so that's some of the things that we try to do. And that's so important. You know, I, I, I talk to dads, I encourage them to look for those teachable moments. Look for anything, uh, whether, you know, something that you see in public or something your, your child may ask you about, or then it's a teachable moment to make it more positive for them if it's a negative thing, but then to make it more positive for them if it's positive already, make it even more positive. And so those teachable moments are so important. And individually that can happen as well as as a group, as a family together. You see things happening. You can teach them both at the same time. So what do you believe the most important thing a child needs to learn from his dad? Wow, that's such a great question. Um, You know, I think that uh, the most important thing that uh, a child can probably learn from their father, speaking from a Christian perspective, um, is that there's another father there that loves them uh, unconditionally. Um, As hard as I try, I, I make mistakes. Um, I can't be there a hundred percent of the time. And I know that there are going to be times where I don't get it right. And so if, if, if my children understand and know that there's a father there that loves them unconditionally, then I feel like in those moments, God can step in to where I, I am inadequate. Uh, and God can step into those moments when I'm not there. And so, you know, I think that's one of the, the things that we can do is, you know, to train up a child. Uh, and they'll never depart. And so I think that's uh, probably the, the greatest thing, you know, two of the, the greatest moments in my life where, you know, when my children told me they wanted to um, ask God to come or ask Jesus to come inside their heart. And so I think those are the things um, apart from that and stepping out of the, uh, the Christian perspective, you know, I believe that, you know, to teach them to, to problem solve uh, and to be independent and make their own decisions uh, and to make good decisions, you know, because at the end of the day, we get them for a very little bit of time. Um, we can't shelter them forever. And so they're going to be in situations where they're tempted. They're going to be in situations where um, other people try to influence them. And so to to set them up uh, for success, to be able to recognize those things and to have confidence in their own decisions, uh, I think is a big thing. I think social media, as much as I love it as a tool, I think it is very difficult uh, in, in society today because, you know, it's very easy for someone to do something, post it on social media and to have a hundred people tell them that they're not good or a hundred people uh, to say, I don't like this. And so that's a pressure that that they have to deal with that, you know, me and you didn't have to deal with growing up. And so I think just, you know, giving them a, a self-identity and rooting that in, uh, and who they are, and giving them the ability to uh, to believe in themselves. I think that's a that's a huge component as well. And I think those two things, you know, really tie into uh, to who they are as the identity in Christ. So, you know, Jason, I I just from thinking about you know, some of the conversations I've had with with dads over the years, it seems like those dads that do invest with their children uh, when they're young, like your children are, or even younger, uh, like my grandchildren are. When they get older, they remember certain things that really stuck to them. And you don't even know if, if it really stuck or not, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> really get this? And then down the road, they tell you that. Uh, our daughter has even and told me that 
particularly about some things. So it, it does work to invest that time and it, it does work to, to have those teachable moments. And no matter what's going on in, you know, their world, if it's negative, you have to be the one to, uh, to be the one to let them know that, hey, you're not like that. You, you know, we're not going to believe that because I always, I try to teach when I do my lessons. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll say home needs to be the safest place there is. I mean, they need to know they can come home and not just be safe physically. They need to be safe, you know, mentally, everything you got to wrap your arms around. That's what families do. And uh, even as um, uh, divorced dads, I work with a lot of divorced dads. I teach them that as well. You know, and when you have that influence on them. Because today, technology, they have more influence with them than I had when I, when I went through it, you know, in the early 80s. So uh, it's so important looking for those teachable moments. So now, I think being a dad is important. I think being a mom's important, uh, regardless of, of the way that, uh, however those two dynamics come together in that particular world. But you're both important in that child's life, uh, as long as it's positive and, and not hurting the child or whatever. So, so I've kind of gotten a little bit know you a little bit more over these last couple of weeks, and and I'm I'm really I'm really sensing that I can't wait to see one of these movies. Now we're going to transition and we're going to talk a little bit about that because uh, your vision for for family and doing the right thing all the time, I think it'll transition into that kind of come across in those movies that you're going to be producing. So tell us a little bit about that. What you got going on right now? That's what really kind of intrigued me to start talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, myself and a partner named Ash Grayson uh, created a, a company to really take advantage of some new crowdfunding laws that got signed in in 2016, uh, which allowed me and you, the everyday people, uh, to really own a piece of a company that was set up through a certain regulation. Um, and so, you know, we looked at that and I've studied crowdfunding for the past three or four years and to, to back it up a little bit and the reason why we exist and, and kind of our beliefs behind it. You know, I produced two movies uh, over in my past. There were some things that are inherently cha- challenging about producing films. You know, one is it's it, sometimes it's extremely risky. Um, the other is, you know, raising the capital, producing the movie, but then marketing the film after the movie. You know, what, what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, some of these movies, especially in the faith-based world, you know, if they make them for two or $3 million, they may go spend six or $7 million in marketing the film. Sometimes it's two and three X, uh, just so that people are aware of it. And so, you know, that's a real problem in the industry when you can make a great film, but if you don't have the marketing money, no one will ever see it. And so we looked at all of that, and, and when those when the crowdfunding laws changed, uh, and people started to to be able to own part of that that company, we looked at it as a great opportunity. Um, you know, God really worked on me in the sense that I've been a part of some Christian men's executive groups that have really taught me that you can uh, you you can do something around your faith Monday through Saturday. It just doesn't happen on Sunday. And so you know, they really taught me the the avenues that, hey, your business, you can really create culture and run your business in such a way. So for me, this was just a phenomenal opportunity that I get to go and basically build a company with hundreds or thousands of Christian fans. Uh, I get to wake up and do it every single day uh, with other people and we get to go and spread the gospel. And so it was just a really an amazing thing. And so we basically created the the, the world, to our knowledge, the world's first uh, fan-owned, Christian-owned uh, movie studio to make faith and family fr- uh, films. And so my partner, Ash, uh, has been in the industry a little bit longer than I have, but he's worked on some amazing films, uh, especially in the marketing world. 
like God's Not Dead, uh, I Can Only Imagine. Uh, he is working on I Still Believe right now uh, from the marketing side. And so, you know, we really looked at this and said, hey, you know, there's power in numbers. You know, if we can get 500, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people who are uh, centered around an affinity and believe the same things that we can believe, there's really no stopping what we can do. And so, you know, we want to collectively go and make films uh, to go and spread the gospel, to get good family entertainment. Um, I don't think anyone will argue today that our kids um, watch a lot of YouTube, but they watch a lot of video. That's the way messages are being, uh, you know, conveyed today. And so I believe that we can, we have to get in the fight, you know, I mean, 5 billion videos per day. That's what kids watch or people in general watching YouTube. And so for us, I mean, that's a staggering number. And so we just feel like that, that we want to make some things that uh, are ethical that we can use to teach our kids. Um, you know, I, you know, I use films as a, at, at a young age to learn a lot of my uh, traits, you know, I mean, that's where I learned about, you know, courage and honor and things of that nature. So when my parents got divorced, you know, I watched a lot of movies. And so, you know, a lot of those characters are, uh, shape me, uh, in a way. And so, you know, I did learn it from my parents, but at the same time, when I saw somebody do something in, in media, you know, that became a part of me as well. And so we just want to make sure that we're putting content out there that, um, if a kid does, uh, see something, uh, that, that they walk away better from it and not worse. Wow. You know, I, I really applaud what you're trying to do. I've, uh, my wife and I sat around for, you know, a few years now watching live stream videos or live stream movies and, and, you know, and we're seeing more and more of this, but we also go and support. We support when we see a faith-based movie come out, we'll go watch it, but not only just to support it for that reason, but to support it because it's got a good message, you know? I mean, <laughs> you know, our world needs a lot of hope today, Jason, doesn't it? Our world needs a lot of inspiration. Our world, need, we need to teach our kids about, you know, uh, you take, take the dream that's inside of you and, and, and inspire others with it to help other people. And when you do these kinds of things in, in the way of a movie, because people like to be entertained, but you do it with a message, you know, um, we, uh, we recently saw um, uh, the uh, Mr. Rogers movie and, oh, yeah. you know, the kind of guy that he was. I mean, he did so much off screen to help people and to encourage people and help them with their individual problems sometimes. It's just amazing what that, I mean, because I really got into it, you know, I got into listening because I watched a little bit of it when I was a kid, you know, I didn't watch it all the time, but I, I watched it on, on when I could. So, Anyway, I'm trying to say is that I appreciate and applaud what you're doing because you are, you have this vision to do this. And, but why is it so much important? Why is it so important to bring these kind of movies to light today? I mean, more and more. We're seeing a lot of them, but why, why more and more uh, need to come out? You know, I think that um, if you look at it, um, there is a lot of, there's a lot of uh, OTTs that are coming out right now. I mean, if you really look at the streaming game, right, Disney, Hulu, um, you know, Netflix, there's just a lot of media being consumed, right? And so I believe that those are all pipelines and something is going to get pushed through those pipelines, right? And so for us, I believe that, you know, we kind of have a responsibility to create ethical, uh, good content that can teach people. 
right? And entertain at the same time. You know, that's, that's one of the great things. That's one of the big things that I do hear about faith-based and family films. Sometimes they're cheesy. Sometimes the, you know, the stories aren't great, you know, and I'll concede that uh, sometimes that may be the case. And so everyone has to strive to get better and strive to be better. And I think people are really doing that. You know, I mean, you have people like the Kendricks brothers. If you look at some of their films and their progression, they kept getting better. You know, a lot of people don't realize some of those early films were a lot of volunteers. Um, they were just getting together and doing it in community, right? And and it kind of caught fire. But their next film was better. Their next film was better. Their next film was better. And so all of those just kept on stacking on top of each other and getting better and better and better. And to go back to your other question, or to go back to your original question about why we need it, I mean, I, I think, you know, when you look at our country, I, I've never... I've never uh, been in a time where I feel like we're so divided, um, whether that is from a belief system or from a political system uh, or whatever it is. You know, I mean, I feel like I feel like at any if there's ever a time that we need to be able to sit down and watch something together, uh, you know, it's now. Absolutely. You know, I I had a chance, an opportunity to uh, interview uh, Alex Kendrick uh, after for the release of Courageous. And, oh yeah, uh, it, it was a, it was a great movie. Uh, of course, my background uh, from the career I've had, you know, I wanted to see that too. But and uh, but it's it was so interesting the dance scene that really kind of brought me to silence. I mean, you know, it was powerful. It was powerful because of the the father daughter relationship there. So I mean, movies can tell a great story. So well. Here's something that you said earlier, and I really want to kind of know more about this. Well, I, I do already know more about this, but I uh, I want to know, I want our folks to know how can they be involved with Cold Hire Studios? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the way they can be involved is, is a couple different ways. They can go to our website. Uh, they can Google Cold Hire Studios or they can go to calledhirestudios.com and they can just sign up for free uh, for on our email list. They can just be a part of the community and interact. They can go to our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram, and they can follow us. They can just be a part of the community. Um, we love that because in our model, we really want to have a relationship with people and collectively make films. And so we, we believe and we see a pathway, for instance, where our community can help us shape storylines. Um, you know, we've even had discussions about sending out audition tapes uh, or for roles uh, for certain characters and letting people vote and actually letting them help cast the film uh, in certain roles. And so we think that's a, a pretty amazing thing uh, that we can do, but, but really to let people be involved. Um, and then the way we're set up to be the first Christian fan owned company, they can actually, uh, you know, own part of our company and own stock in our company. Um, the way they can do that is there's a, a special portal set up that the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, requires us to use, which is an SEC and FINRA approved portal called Start Engine. Um, if you go to our website, uh, I believe there's an Invest Now button that you can click and that will take you directly there. Um, or you can just Google Called Hire Studios and Start Engine uh, and that would come up as well. Um, and then, you know, they can look and read about us. They can learn more about us. Uh, read the Form C and all of our disclosures. And, you know, if this is something that they believe in, then, you know, they can actually become an owner of our company. And I think uh, it's it's ending, what, a couple of weeks? Is that right? Um, initial? Yeah, right now, uh, if you go, I believe, I'm not really sure. I'd have to go back. Uh, the SEC really doesn't let us talk about a whole lot of terms uh, on interviews or anything like that. So people will just have to go. But, but yes, uh, I think we have been live for 
for maybe 60 days. And I think currently right now, uh, they have a, a little bit more time in there. Yeah, well, so. folks, if you want to learn more, you just go to, what website is it again? Or are they? Uh, they can go to calledhirestudios.com and they can go through there. Uh, there's an invest now button that links directly to there, or they can Google called hire studios start engine. Uh, and that would come up too. And, uh, yeah, so we have some amazing investors. Uh, I believe, you know, I believe you and your wife, Glenda, uh, actually, you know, joined our team as well uh, after you did a little research. So glad to have you guys on board. She's the amazing one. I'm just, I'm, I'm part of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, we, we help out where we can and, and we invest, we mean what you're doing. Like I said, Jason, we, we literally, you know, I started looking around and, and uh, you guys are, have got a true mission there to help families. And that's what Dads for Life is, is here to do. So we wanted to be a part of what you're doing to help families. So uh, we are excited to be a part of your team. We're excited to to see where this is going to go. I believe it's going to go far, uh, knowing what, what's ahead of us so, or ahead of you. I, I, I want those who are listening or watching us here on the Dad Connection, I want you to think about something. Have you ever been to a movie and you just, just didn't, you just didn't think that, uh, that everything was put into it that could have been put into it. I want you to think about possibly going to some movies in advance. And what you do, you can get in, I think you can start as low as a very minimal fee. And I mean, we're not talking thousands of dollars here, folks. You can get in for minimal fees. So you can go there and see the list and all that stuff and invest what you can to get started. But, but all you're doing is helping to go to a movie in advance that you want to see because I've talked to Jason long enough to know that I feel like he is going to produce some really awesome movies down the road. So that's what we're asking. Um, that's what we, we're looking to do. And if you want to be a part of that, that's totally up to you and your family. So I just want to bring Jason on and, and share the vision because he does have a vision and people aren't going to perish because his vision is going to carry on in the way of giving him some wholesome entertainment down the road. We all have a vision, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever it is, I mean, we should have a vision anyway, but our vision may have been blindsided and it may have had some uh, things coming across our vision eyes and we can't see that anymore. But I want you to reach out and find out what 2020 vision for this year. Get it? The 2020 vision for this year. I Absolutely. Want you who are listening to the Dads for Life show on our Dad Connection show I want, or listen to it on the podcast, I want you to figure out what is your, what is your purpose? What are you doing here in life? Because I feel like I heard it once say, Jason, that the two most important days in a person's life is the day he's born and the day he finds out why. That's a great, great statement. You know, and when, when you think you find out why, when I went through what I did in the early 80s and started helping just talking to dads, I didn't realize we'd be in the impact we're having today. But I'm not doing it for the impact. I'm doing it because I feel like that was our purpose, what I'm to do, right? So you are being called to bring out wholesome and family entertainment. And the Dad Connection uh, is so excited to, to be a part, or the Dad's for Life, and, and my wife and I are glad to be a part of that and what you're doing to bring wholesome entertainment to the family. Yeah, we really appreciate it. You know, I mean, I will say this. We have been overwhelmed uh, with the support. Um, you know, I guess, that, you know, the way that we set it up, you know, people aren't really investing or owning a single film. They, they own part of our studio, which means – They'll own a piece of everything that we do in the future. And uh, we've had so many people reach out to us through social media. Uh, the comments have been amazing. Um, people just reaching out really in, in encouragement a lot of times. And I think, I think right now, I think we have over 800, 850 
uh, investors in our company. And so, you know, we're, we're hoping that that uh, continues, but you know, that's really a validation to, to know that that many people uh, have said yes, and I want to be a part of this and I believe. And so that's, that's a, a good feeling to have. Mm, it certainly is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about Jason Brown, one of the founders of Called Hire Studios. And if you want to be a part of it, you go to what website again, Jason? Uh, calledhirestudios.com, uh, or you can just Google Called Hire Studios, and uh, I'm sure you can find uh, a couple links to our website or to our uh, the Start Engine page. Well, we're looking for uh, we're looking to to watch this vision unfold a little bit more and more. We're so glad that you have time to be with us here on the Dad Connection today. So, any final words? No, I just want to say thank you. Uh, you know, thank you that uh, that you're out there doing what you're doing, speaking into dads. Um, you know, I've heard, I've heard somebody say that, you know, inside of a, inside of an apple seed, there's not just a tree, there's orchards. And so, you know, it looks like that, uh, you're planting seeds and helping other people. And so, yeah, that's an amazing thing. So uh-huh. keep doing what you're doing as well. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I coined a phrase many years ago that, and then I really didn't think anything about it as to what you're doing, what anybody's doing to help other people. But if you go through life helping only yourself, you'll go through life alone. And, you know, I don't, I don't want people to, I don't want your children to be lonely, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to be involved in their lives. I always say uh, on the Dad Connection, remember that home is the safest place for them to do. So whatever you do tonight, whenever you're watching this broadcast, the day that you're watching or, or listening to it on our podcast, I want you to think about this. What if you were not important or, or not uh, influencing your child? Who would be influencing them? So where would their values come from? Where would their self-worth come from? That's what Jason's going to be doing through the movies. He's going to be building inspiration in, in not only parents, but everyone that watches his films. And that's what we ask you to do at Dads for Life is to do that for your own children. So, you know, Jason, thank you so much for being with us on the Dad Oh, no, absolutely. That's so much fun. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, we are excited to see what you have in store for us down the road. So what God has in store for your company down the road and for all those who will be enjoying your movies and in a little bit of time ahead of us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude another episode of the Dad Connection. We appreciate you joining us here. Remember to watch us on Dad Connection live show here Tuesdays and Thursday nights live. This broadcast will actually uh, be on soon as well. And we are excited to, uh, continue our our education throughout 2020 and helping parents be all involved in their kids' lives. But remember, Dad, go out and encourage and enhance and enrich the life of your child today because they truly do need your influence and being a positive source for their lives, Father. Moms are important as well, but we are here. Our focus is working with dads on a daily basis here at Dads for Life. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time right here on the Dad Connection. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much, Keith. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Dad Connection Podcast with Keith Jowers. For more inspiration, motivation, guidance, and encouragement, visit KeithJowers.com. And make sure to follow Dads for Life on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. 